Penn State is heading back into primetime in just a couple of weeks, and a Penn State player gets honored by the Big Ten for his performance against the Auburn Tigers. You are locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's no better place to get coverage of everything going on around the Big Ten than with the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, hosted by our pal Nate Dickinson and a rotating panel co-host from across the Locked On Podcast Network, including yours truly, on there every Tuesday, which means I'm on there today. So make sure you head on over to Locked On Big Ten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch it on YouTube. So when you're done with this episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, make sure you catch the latest episode of Locked On Big Ten for continuing coverage of the Big Ten Conference. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here once again today as we get our Tuesday started with another edition of Locked on Nittany Lions. I am the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, also a contributor to AthlonSports.com, and I've been covering Penn State for quite some time, and I am so excited to be continuing doing so, not only in podcast form here, but of course now on YouTube. So for those of you who may be watching this on YouTube, say hello to me by leaving a comment down below, giving this video a thumbs up, and making sure you hit that subscribe button. If that notification bell comes up too, make sure you hit that so you're notified every time we post a brand new video. We're also going to throw out some YouTube shorts every now and then. So we're having fun with the YouTube. Hopefully you are as well. We want to get your comments involved, especially on today's episode, Twitter Tuesday. Well, it's a little bit too late to submit your comments now, but for future reference, leave a comment in the videos below. We'll try to get them worked into the conversation, especially on Twitter Tuesday, which is when we address your questions from Twitter. The best way to do that, or really the only way to do that, is by following us on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany, and sending us your questions. We do have one that we'll get into later on in today's podcast. But give us a follow on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany. Like us on Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. We're also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany. And oh, by the way, this podcast is available for free wherever you get your audio podcasts, including the awesome Odyssey app. Great app to have on your phone. Take not only Locked On Nittany Lions, but Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Bets. Everything else across the Locked On Podcast Network is available on the Odyssey app. You can also get some of your other favorite podcasts that are out there, whether they're sports or non-sports. And of course, you can also check out some sports radio, some music, news podcasts, whatever you're listening to, catch it on the Odyssey app. Of course, we're also available on every other podcasting platform under the sun, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you follow us on any of those other podcasting platforms, please feel free to give us a rating and a review because that is ultimately the best way to show your support for this podcast and help us continue to grow across those various podcasting mediums. And of course, like I said, we're on YouTube as well. So we're very excited about that. We're having some fun with it. So if you haven't already hopped on over to the YouTube train, go check us out. Uh, you can search for Locked On Knitting Lions. We should pop right up there for you. So what's going on, everybody? It's been a really busy couple of days, certainly following the big win for Penn State against the Auburn Tigers. We saw Penn State move up in the rankings recently, uh, jumping up to number six in the AP poll, number eight in the coaches poll. Uh, still behind Iowa. Iowa is still the highest ranked Big Ten team right now, but Penn State has moved ahead of Ohio State, at least for now. And I think it's really difficult to argue that Penn State, as far as resume is concerned, doesn't deserve to be ranked ahead of Ohio State. Uh, you got two top 25 wins under your belt. Not a whole lot of teams around the country can say that. 
Iowa can, although one of the top 25 teams they've already beaten has fallen out of the top 25, that being the Indiana Hoosiers, who, by the way, will be coming to Happy Valley next week. We'll talk about that coming up in the next segment. But Penn State now two top 25 wins. Wisconsin's still holding firm. They've got a big game coming up this weekend against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that one to see what happens with the Badgers. And Auburn, even though they lost last weekend at Penn State, they didn't fall out of the top 25 rankings. And honestly, I didn't feel like they deserved to fall out of the top 25. Uh, They obviously fell a couple of spots, but uh, they're still in a pretty solid top 25 position. We'll see how long that lasts because we all know that the SEC West it's going to be a meat grind. Uh, you know, obviously, you got to play Alabama at the end of the year if you're Auburn. Uh, but LSU, Mississippi State, well, maybe not so much concerned about Mississippi State. But Texas A&M, Arkansas has looked pretty good this season. And uh, Ole Miss, wild offense. So uh, Auburn's going to have a lot of challenges still ahead for them. But for right now, still a top 25 worthy team. And I saw no reason to suggest otherwise in that game against Penn State on Saturday night. Speaking of which, the Big Ten came out with their Players of the Week for the conference on Monday when I'm recording this podcast, and Penn State linebacker Brandon Smith received Defensive Player of the Week from the Big Ten. He had 10 tackles against the Auburn Tigers, one tackle for loss, one QB hurry. I think he had one pass deflection as well. What surprised me, though, is not only the fact that this is his first Defensive Player of the Week award, that's not all that surprising, but the fact that It's been a little bit of a while since Penn State has had a player win Defensive Player of the Year award. Just take a second to think about when the last time you think it happened. You don't have to go far too far uh, to find the last time that it happened, but you have to go back a little bit further than you might have thought. I looked it up. Actually, the Big Ten kind of relayed the information for me. Uh, But the last time a Penn State player won Defensive Player of the Year was in 2018, November 12th, 2018 to be exact, Robert Windsor. Uh, taking home the award. So Micah Parsons, a first-round draft pick, just recorded his first sack in the NFL over the weekend. Uh, he didn't win the Defensive Player of the Year obviously, or Defensive Player of the Week. Obviously, he didn't do it last season because he sat out the season or, or opted out of the 2020 season, but he didn't take it at home that kind of award in 2019 or 20, well, late 2018, I suppose. And then, of course, Odafe Owe, who had a huge pair, uh, play in the Sunday night NFL game for the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, he was a little bit of a latecomer as far as his defensive stardom, uh, but he didn't win the award either. So you had to go back to 2018 to find the last time that a Penn State player won Defensive Player of the Week. So I was a little surprised by that fact, but there you go. Now you know, and knowing, of course, is half the battle. So coming up in the next segment, we do have an update on the Penn State schedule. We know that Penn State is obviously playing Villanova at noon Eastern this weekend. I honestly don't have a whole ton to say about this game, but we're going to try and get you through the week and kind of look forward to what's going on with the Villanova Wildcats. It is a revenge game situation for Penn State, which we'll talk about later on this week in the podcast as we look back at the history between Penn State and Villanova. Uh, But we do know now when Penn State is going to be kicking off against the Indiana Hoosiers. Better get your coffee ready because it's going to be a late one. College football fans, if you're looking to get involved with some daily fantasy football, you got to check out the Prize Picks app. You can check it out on the App Store or on the Google Play Store, whichever one you use, and you can download the app. You get started up within 60 seconds. It's incredibly easy to do so. They're going to offer up to 10 times the payout on your winning picks. All you got to do is download the app, 
sign up for your account, and then start picking your players that you think are going to go over or under their various projections. So you choose two to five players around the world of college football every weekend. And if those players go over or under, you're going to win. It's really that simple. It's just you versus the stats. So if you know your numbers and you know your stats, you can feel good about your chances of coming away with some cash. So they've got every power conference covered. They also have some of the top group of five conferences covered. So if you are a college football junkie and you know some of the players that are playing a little bit more under the radar, maybe you've got some hidden tricks up your sleeve that are going to help you out with the Prize Picks app. So check out the Prize Picks app today on the App Store or the Google Play Store and get started with some daily college fantasy football the easiest way imaginable. Penn State's getting ready for another home game this weekend against the Villanova Wildcats. And if you're thinking about making that trip up to Happy Valley, maybe it's the first time you've gotten a chance to go back and attend a game in person, you know what you're looking forward to the most before the game even starts. And that, of course, is tailgating. But before you go and get your tailgate party all set up, you need to make sure that your car or truck or your RV is ready to make that trip into Happy Valley. So if you need anything, for your car, your truck, or your RV, for your tailgating vehicle of choice, make sure you head to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been in business for 20 years, helping customers get exactly what they need for their vehicle through a painless online atmosphere. What they do is they give you a website. It's really easy to use. You just enter the make a model of your car or your truck or maybe even your RV and it brings you up their entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your vehicle. They also give you the best prices available too. It doesn't matter if you're a car mechanic expert or a complete novice like me who's just looking to get whatever he needs and get on with his day. RockAuto.com understands that your time is precious and so is your money and that's why they're going to make this as easy as a process as possible. They've got delivery options there for you as well. So anything you need for your car, you go to rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now, enter the make a model of your car, truck, or your RV, and see all the parts they have available for you. And then of course, bookmark those results because you never know when you're going to need them. Don't forget to write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If there is one thing Penn State fans know, it is that the primetime atmosphere in Beaver Stadium is quite electric. And that was on full display in week three with Penn State's home game against the Auburn Tigers. Well, guess what? You're going to get a chance to do it all over again, although against a different opponent. In two weeks, Penn State's home game against the Indiana Hoosiers, a revenge game situation if you need to be reminded, is going to once again be thrown into the nationally televised spotlight and ABC is going to be bringing their cameras back to Beaver Stadium in two weeks to cover this game. Now, if you look at the week five slate of games, it's not the most attractive. And I think the best games on the schedule are already locked into either a noon kickoff or a 3.30 kickoff. So when you take a look at some of the options for prime time, not a whole lot to choose from. Because when I first heard that Penn State and Indiana is going to be the 7.30 p.m. Eastern game on Saturday night on ABC, I was scratching my head. I was like, are you kidding me? That game is going to be your primetime nationally televised game? Well, then again, I got home from work and I started to look at the schedule and I realized, oh, well, that's why. Because Alabama Ole Miss is a 3.30. Um, Wisconsin-Michigan, that's slated for a noon game. Georgia-Arkansas might be a primetime game. I don't know if that one's been confirmed yet, but that's probably more, far more likely to go on to something like ESPN. Maybe ESCC Network, but I would guess ESPN will probably get dibs on that one. 
So yeah, a little bit slim pickings. No disrespect to Indiana, but that game certainly has lost some of the steam going into week five already because Indiana, of course, has lost two games. They got demolished in their season opener against the Iowa Hawkeyes. And then uh, just this past weekend, they lose a back and forth game, kind of choked it away a little bit against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati, a very good team. Let's not be taking them for granted right now. But Indiana seems to not quite be the same team they were a year ago. I still have uh, an idea that maybe Indiana is still going to be pretty good this year. They're certainly not a team to take lightly, but they haven't looked all that particularly good so far this season. Again, three games into the season, I don't want to get too carried away. I still feel as though they can be dangerous, uh, but I just feel like the way that Penn State is playing, the way that Indiana is playing, you're talking about a team trending up and a team trending down. By the time we get to that game in two weeks, I'm not so sure that Indiana can correct as many wrongs and ills that they seem to have right now, whereas Penn State seems to be playing some good all-around football. As I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, Penn State still does need to improve a little bit on the running game, but I feel that overall, Penn State's in a pretty good, comfortable spot right now and feeling pretty good about themselves. So there's confidence, there's comfort, and that is all meshing together very nicely for Penn State so far. I mentioned that this is a revenge game situation, of course, and I imagine that that would be one of the storylines to kind of draw some people in here. We all know last year the Big Ten got their season started a little bit later uh, due to everything that was going on with the pandemic. So Penn State actually opened on the road a uh, schedule that was going to be Big Ten only, and Penn State opened on the road against Indiana, and it's a spot that I thought was a pretty tricky spot to open up the season. And if you go back and listen to some of the podcasts I had going into the start of that season, I didn't particularly like the situation for Penn State. I felt like that was a dangerous spot to open up the season, which already was getting set off under bizarre circumstances. And we all know how that game ended. Uh, Penn State gets down early. They battle back. They have a lead in the fourth quarter. They give it up. Indiana ties it up late in the game. And then, of course, Indiana gets the controversial two-point conversion from Michael Penix Jr. Uh, to win the game. Uh, again, very controversial fashion. I'm sure you're going to see that replay time and time again over the course of the next couple of weeks. More so next week. We're not going to just totally look past Villanova here. Uh, but I feel as though uh, that highlight is going to be playing plenty of times. And uh, if you don't have it ingrained in your memory just yet, you, you will very soon. So the revenge game situation, I think, is obviously the, the major storyline here as we go into that Penn State-Indiana game. Again, we'll see what happens this weekend, see what Indiana looks like. I forget who Indiana is playing off the top of my head. Obviously, Penn State will be playing Villanova, so I don't anticipate much of a challenge for Penn State this weekend. should be a relatively easy game. Uh, it's a game that they should be able to play as vanilla as possible and still come away with a solid victory uh, against a very good Villanova, a very good FCS program. I don't want to completely dismiss that. You know that I love these small schools, and FCS schools are having some good success this year against the FBS programs. I think this will be a little bit different. As good as Villanova is at their level, uh, Penn State is certainly uh, a far few numbers, a level ahead of Villanova right now. So, uh, again, I'm not anticipating any stress this weekend for Penn State. And, again, Indiana's got some things to figure out. They've got to play a good, clean game. Uh, that would certainly rejuvenate them a little bit before they go on the road. Um, and take on Penn State in a primetime atmosphere. And it's not going to be a whiteout, of course. We already knew that. But it is going to be a stripeout. So it's still going to look pretty cool on TV. Uh, and, uh, you know, night game atmosphere. Penn State could very well still be a top 10 program for sure. Uh, and this is going to be another electric atmosphere that Indiana is going to have to battle. So it's going to be pretty cool. 
to once again see Penn State in prime time. Again, nationally, the reception to a Penn State-Indiana game may not be all that overwhelmingly positive. But here's the thing. If you're James Franklin and you got a chance to get back on national TV Saturday night on ABC, you got to live it up. You got to take advantage of that opportunity and you got to show what you're doing well with this program. So this is a really good opportunity for Penn State to continue to showcase what they're doing this season, what they're doing well this season. And we'll see in a couple of weeks just what kind of team they're going to be taking on the road the following week against the Iowa Hawkeyes. So we already know Penn State has already played one primetime game. They're going to be playing another. We still have to wait to see what time that Iowa game is going to be played. And I don't like to look too far ahead, but just thinking about what the schedule is going to look like, it's going to be a pretty busy weekend of college football when that game is played, I believe, on October 5th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sorry, October 9th. I'm looking at the calendar above my monitor here. So uh, there's going to be a lot of activity on that particular weekend of college football, but this is going to be a really good matchup because you look to see where Iowa's ranked right now. You see where Penn State's ranked right now. Iowa's got a pretty manageable schedule leading into that Penn State game, and Penn State's biggest challenge will probably be Indiana. Again, I shouldn't say probably. It is going to be Indiana. That'll be the biggest challenge because I don't think Villanova is going to match what Indiana does, but very likely possibility that Penn State and Iowa is going to be a matchup of undefeated teams, potentially, well, definitely ranked in the top 10, potentially in the top five. We'll see, but that is going to be a massive game. A Big Ten Championship preview, the way the season's going, who knows? But we have lots of business to take care of before we even think about hooking up with Locked On Hawkeyes for some crossover action, talking Penn State, Iowa. I know it feels like that is a huge game already, but there's still business to take care of. And you know James Franklin's mantra, want to know this week, want to know this week, want to know this week, and then they'll worry about next week. And so this is not a program that's going to be looking ahead to Iowa right now, and nor should they, because Indiana got their season started off on the completely wrong foot last year. You know they're going to want to take out some frustrations against the Indiana Hoosiers, and they will get a chance to do that on national TV in prime time in a striped-out Beaver Stadium. Should be a lot of fun. If you've been checking out the point spreads on Bet Online this season, then you know that Penn State's doing a pretty good job of covering. They've covered three straight games this season to get things started. We don't have a line for this weekend's game against Villanova just yet. That may come later this week because you don't typically get FBS versus FCS betting lines maybe until the end of the week. So we'll keep an eye out for that on betonline.ag. But if you want to check out all the lines and all the props and all the other odds that are out there for some future picks on betonline.ag, that is the place to go for right now because it makes betting on college football, the NFL, everything else around the world of sports and beyond incredibly easy. And it doesn't cost anything to sign up for an account. You can do so right now. Go to betonline.ag, you sign up for your account, and then you start looking around at all the different odds. Now, when you're ready to play some bets, make sure you make Make that initial deposit, but use the promo code NFL100, and BetOnline is going to throw in a 100% welcome bonus on top of whatever you put into your account. So if you put $10 into your account and use the promo code NFL100, BetOnline is going to give you $10 more. That is free money. Now you get the idea. You put $20 in, they'll give you $20. You put $50 in, they're going to give you $50. Take advantage of this opportunity to get some free money into your account and start betting today on betonline.ag because BetOnline are your sportsbook experts. Every Tuesday here on Locked on Nittany Lions is what we call Twitter Tuesday. The way it works is simple. You follow us on Twitter at Locked on Nittany and at any point during the week, especially on Mondays before we 
hit the record button. We want to get your questions on our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany. So send us your questions, send us your comments, and we will work them into the Tuesday edition of the podcast specifically. And of course, we'll sprinkle in your comments and questions throughout the week too. So don't feel like you have to have them in just on Tuesday. We can have the conversation at any point during the week. But Tuesday specifically is Twitter Tuesday, where we'll pick out all of your questions or the best questions available and answer them or react to your comments in the podcast form. Now, also, we're doing this on YouTube now, so we do want to get your YouTube comments involved as well. So if you're watching us on YouTube right now, leave a comment down below, and we will answer that in an upcoming episode of the podcast. I do read all the comments on YouTube, by the way. I may not respond to every single one, but I am reading every one of your comments. I definitely enjoy your feedback, your conversations, your comments. Uh, Some of them are a little bit tense, and some of them are very complimentary. I do appreciate all the comments you're leaving let's have some fun in the conversation at any point and during every episode so leave your comments down below if you're watching on youtube now our question today comes from the voice underscore speaks who says you voice your concerns about offensive running game on today's show i assume they're talking about our monday edition when i was talking about the the need for improving the running game on offense What are your thoughts on the run defense? They've given up two 100-yard rushers already, 180 yards total rushing in both games. That's my biggest area of concern. I'll hang up and listen to your response. Well, first of all, thank you so much for chiming in with that question. I think it's a really good one because if there's one thing that we have seen uh, the first few weeks of the season is that the, the Penn State defense, we already know, very good but they have been giving up some chunks of yardage on the ground and maybe not big long plays but some concerning developments i think as far as run defense is concerned when teams are uh, picking up on the running game on their offensive side of the ball it seems as though they're getting good chunks on first down or even second down which gives those teams a chance to have a second and short or a third and short so that's a little bit of a concern i don't think you can rely on the defense to have too many uh you know three and outs if you're giving your opponents a good chunk of yardage on first down on the ground so that is a little bit of a concern but the other thing that you have to keep in mind is that uh the, the biggest teams that had success on the ground in that capacity were Wisconsin and uh, Auburn. Two teams that are going to run the football and going to run the football very well. Tank Bigsby of Auburn, probably going to be the most physical running back that Penn State faces all season long. Although Ohio State's got a freshman who's doing some pretty good things there. We'll talk about him when we get to closer to that Ohio State game. We'll see how that season goes. But uh, And Iowa certainly is a team that's coming up that has a good running game and a really good running back. So this is an area that also should probably be addressed as well. I'm just not as concerned about it overall, uh, but I do think it is a little bit of a an area of improvement that Penn State could address in the weeks to come. If Penn State's defense is going to be the most solid part of this team, uh, you know, I'm fine with what's been going on so far. It's kind of a bend but don't break mentality, but you know, eventually those running backs are going to break you a little bit. And it's just a matter of plugging up the holes as quickly as you can. So is the run defense a major concern? Not necessarily for me. Again, this is a team where I don't have too many really big complaints. But if we're being nitpicky and we're looking for areas where they can improve in order to take that next step and become not just one of the best teams in the Big Ten, but the best team in the Big Ten, 
then running the football and stopping the run are certainly a couple of areas where you would like to see some improvement in the weeks to come. So really good question. And I think it is a very good topic of conversation moving forward. But I would like to know, what are your biggest concerns about this Penn State team right now? We want to address them in our next podcast because uh, after three games of the season, uh, we're kind of at a quarter point of the, of the season already, as you cannot believe it. So we do want to kind of gauge your opinion on where Penn State is. When you're looking at the rankings, do you see a true number six or number eight team in the country right now? Or do you think that Penn State is benefiting from so many other teams having taken a loss already this season? Maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe uh, not. Maybe Penn State is legitimately that good. Maybe they're overrated. But I want to know what you guys think. So reach out to us on our Twitter account. Or again, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a YouTube comment down below. Let me know what your biggest concerns for Penn State right now are moving forward, given what you've seen through the first three weeks of the season. A quick reminder that gambling on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game when you check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they're going to give you their daily picks, their blowout specials, and of course, their wrong team favorite picks. So check out the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag every single day right on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your Locked On podcast across the network. Whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, however you're listening to podcasts, check out Locked On Bets today. Start making some money with those picks that we talked about. Oh my God, that was so terrible. A quick reminder that Game Little College Football doesn't have to be a guessing game when you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, you're going to get daily picks, you're going to get blowout specials, and of course, wrong team favored picks. That's why you got to check out the Locked On Bets podcast for all the best gambling advice on a daily basis. It's brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag, and you can catch the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're on that Odyssey app, make sure you are following Locked On Nittany Lions and also check out today's edition of Locked On Big Ten. I'm joining Nate Dickinson to continue wrapping up everything that happened in this past weekend around the Big Ten. So you don't want to miss today's episode of Locked On Big Ten on the Odyssey app, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, again, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you're following along on your preferred podcasting app. Thank you once again to everybody who checked out this video on YouTube. If you did watch our podcast today on YouTube, please leave a comment down below. Give this video a thumbs up before you leave. And of course, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get every single episode delivered straight to your YouTube feed. But again, if you want to listen to us in audio format, we're still available on every podcasting platform under the sun, including that Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're hearing my voice right now, make sure you hit that follow button or that subscribe button. Totally free to do so. And we also invite you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all using the username of LockedOnNittany. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Don't forget to check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyAlliancewire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And, of course, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I will have some interesting things coming your way over there as well. So follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. I'll share all that with you guys. And reach out at any time. We can talk college football. We can talk Penn State. We can talk everything going on around the Big Ten on Twitter at KevinOnCFB or, of course, with our show account at LockedOnNittany. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Let's do it all again tomorrow.